Shut up and sit down. I'm not looking for laughter. I want groans. I want to put my watch on my belt, but I realized it was a waste of time. I am riding my back down the street of cobblestone. My friend texted his girlfriend Ruth and broke up with her. Man, he's ruthless. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hefler, and Jake Von During. Silence is golden. Unless you have kids, then silence is suspicious. I burned my Hawaiian pizza today. I should have had it on a Aloha temperature. Someone just stole my mood ring. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I went to a party last night and everybody had a cold. Yo, it was freaking sick. I was trying to figure out how lightning works, and then it struck me. Take a seat. You, you look a little tired. I'm too tired. Like a bicycle. What is happening to me? Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance, right here in Jake's pop-up studio. Pop-up studio. The, the pop-up studio, yep. <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the old location. We haven't it's been the, here. It's the OG podcast. When, uh, when, was, when did we have the podcast here? We did one like, what was it, like five or six weeks ago? We, we did I'm, one. Was it was here? more I'm like ago. four months ago. But no, it wasn't that it was long probably ago. probably a long time ago. It was so. this year, but it wasn't that long ago. I don't know. And then before that, when we used to do it regularly here, it was like two years ago. That was... Yeah, um, it's been a while. It was 2020, and it was just before COVID started. Because it's whenever you switched over to yeah. Yep. Yeah. the new location, the old location. Yep. New, new the new old, old location. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, we've... It's been a minute since we've been in here, so we just couldn't get all of our schedules coordinated. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring the stuff home. We'll just do it from the comforts of we're, the old office. We're recording very late. Normally, we get this out on a Wednesday afternoon, and it is 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, and we're finally recording. We, we usually <laughs> record it on Monday so yeah. that it goes out on Wednesday. So yeah. But it was and Memorial by we, Day. By we record it. It's all Jake. Jake <laughs> all does Jake. all the work. Jake does everything. <laughs> it was Memorial Day. And we were all doing no one's, No one even, stuff. yeah, there was no talk of podcast on Memorial no, Day. It was busy. It yeah. People, yeah. It's stuff been, and things. Stuff been and things. Busy couple of days. Yeah. Uh, to Mr. Lance Hepler's right. That's Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look exhausted. <laughs> you look like your you look like your body battery is low. <laughs> My Garmin battery bat battery 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 <laughs> is at an eight. That's that's like record low because I, I think I think is that's basically I don't think it ever zeroes out. I think it gets basically down to five percent and then it just oh it like, does zero out. But you've seen dead. zero. You're dead. You're but dead. You're yeah. dead. So yeah. I'm I'm eight percent away from death apparently. Oh, <laughs> It's, it's been a week. We'll get to that. To Matt's right, we have filling in for uh, Evan, Price. Evan Price. We don't have Evan Price. Evan Price usually asks, what are y'all drinking? <laughs> Remember that used to be his catchphrase? <laughs> we have oh, yeah. Zeke the... Uh, Zeke the Wonder Pup. Super Zeke Doodle. The, the Super Zeke Doodle. You can look that up on Instagram, too. That's a real thing. <laughs> Super Zeke Doodle is a real thing. He has his own Instagram account. Name. I think I follow his Instagram account. Yeah. Zeke, when was the last time you posted something? Buddy? been a while. It's been a minute, so... Cool. Hey, how about we do some backpilling? Lance, I usually start with you, so we're going to start with Matt this week. Perfect. Okay. Matt. That's good. I have been swimming a lot, which, you know, obviously I'm not going to be running for a little while. Achilles surgery, if you guys have not heard here. But uh, 
Yeah, so I have been in the pool, I think, like six days a w- six days per week the past two weeks. Oh, wow. You're, I know. You're in the pool every day. Good for you. It's something. It is something. And But the problem is, is I get my one thing done, and then I neglect the biking. And so today, I didn't swim and got on the indoor trainer right before coming here. Oh, oh good for you. Yeah, still sweating. <laughs> still, still sweating. Beating up a little bit. Yep. How's, how's Zwift doing? Zwift. Well, or did you cancel Zwift? No, no, I didn't. I, I'm on Zwift, okay. and I just I, I put it on like 100 watts because I'm not supposed to push it too, push hard. It too hard. I think if you I were put it on erg mode, 100 watts. Yeah, that's well, that's smart. I do I do like the workout thing, so it does it, it ramps up to 150, and then it drops down to 100, yeah. and then I just sit at 100 and I watch Stranger Things is what I'm watching right now. Yeah, wow. season four is out. Right, season four. I watched like the first three episodes of season three, and I just kind of fell off for some and, reason. Yep. If you can't get was into it, you can't get into it. Was, no, no, I watched one and watched, two. Oh, yeah, okay. they were good. I just season three it just didn't captivate me. Did it get good? Did it get better? I don't know. I'm. T- I think maybe I'm desperate for something to watch, and so I'm all in. Like uh-huh. I'm enjoying it, but um, it's also hard because um, I've been busy like editing videos and stuff like that. So I haven't had really a lot of time to watch it, and so the only time is like get on the trainer, do an hour, watch a show. Sure, it's good. It's good. I'm living. I'm living the dream. Excellent. Nice. Although the weather's been so nice that it's like it's a it's not great to not be going outside. It's but been in the upper seventies for like three days, which is just fantastic. Crazy. Yeah. And Finally. I I am going to have to do some outside riding because there's some fun stuff to test, you know. And I'm just excited to you know go outside and even if I do shorter rides, it'll be super fun. Sweet. Yep. Yep. Yes. Backpedal. Oh, um, I had a hellish week oh. last week. Um, right after we, we recorded the podcast on Monday. So this is like 10 days ago. And I went out after we were done, got in the van and immediately got hit by a wave of fatigue that, um, didn't leave me for five days. (laughs) I went home and basically laid in bed for five days. So I was terribly sick all week. Did not feel good. Um, I, I tested, I, I COVID tested three times. They all came back negative. I didn't have any congestion issues. Just tired. I I don't know. You know, there's the flu is going around actually. I did have, I did have a fever. I had like 101 fever for, I bet you had for four of those days, but I had no stomach issues, no congestion. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless. I never pooped my pants. That's good. Yeah. That's a step up then. That's better than the week before. Yeah, way better. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I lost the whole week. I didn't leave my bedroom hardly at all. I would move from the bedroom, you know, to the couch until the couch got too sweaty and then back to the bedroom, you know, you know the routine when you're not feeling well. So I did that. Because of that, I did not race Sisters Stampede, the one race I was kind of really looking forward to. It was a mountain bike race out in Sisters, Oregon, and I did not feel well enough to go, so I didn't go. So that was it. I put up a, I, I went out one day on my bike because I thought I felt better. I didn't. I was dumb. I rode four miles and then oh, wow. collapsed. You really are. You're I was, done. I was done. Yeah. Uh, what about today? Um, actually it is Wednesday and I started to feel better on Sunday. And so I have ridden Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Yesterday I did the gravel ride. I went really hard. My heart rate is way too high right now. Mm. So I'm still having some effects of whatever I was, I had, 
Um, but I still rode really hard with the gravel was it, group. Was it just perfectly dry out there? Um, there was a few muddy, sloppy spots, but that's kind of par for the bad. course still for this well, time of year. I thought you guys like. I thought I saw you guys go through some like massive like creek bed oh, or something. Yeah, I posted that might be a, an old video. No, I posted a picture, a video that Jake took on Instagram. There's a, there's a. There's a greenway near the Washougal River yeah. that has a that has a walking and a bike path through it yeah. that was flooded, and I rode through it, and it was like 15 inches deep. So when they release a lot of the water in the Columbia from the upper dams and whatnot, yeah. Oh, yeah. it basically floods that area out, and it will go from this little walking bridge will be a foot and a half, two feet above ground. Yeah, and and yesterday was about sixteen or seventeen inches underwater. underwater. Yeah, <laughs> and Lance is like, I'm gonna go see if I can get through it. No, I rode all the way through it, but nobody else did, so I had to turn around and ride back through <laughs> it. Everybody's like, nope, nope. So I'm probably gonna have to replace my bottom bracket <laughs> soon <laughs> little, because little it creaky was all of a sudden. Not so good, but um, yeah. And then uh, today we had a, a lab ride, a lunch, a lunch ride out of the lab that we had. I wish uh, I could do that. Seven or eight people that came. Those are fun. What time is your lab? It was it's fun. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Yeah, that's what time kids come home. <sighs> it was um, get older kids. Get older quick. It was advertised as zone two, and it wasn't quite that today. It was a little spicier. Everybody's than zone two is a little different. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was it, this was Jake's zone two. Spikes the yes. <laughs> Different zone. It's just totally different zone two. That's all. My zone two is 500 watts. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I uh, I feel much better now, um, and I'm happy to be back on the bike. But uh, yeah, I lost the whole week. Didn't do much. Uh, that Enough sucks. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my back pedal real quick. Last week sucked. Same. Jake and I both sucked last <laughs> week. Uh, I I can't win, you guys. I just keep. Like one thing after another. Like last week we did the Tuesday gravel ride and I'm trying to come back on that and felt okay. Held my own, you know, kind of hung in there with the, the, the point end of that ride because it's now been affectionately called the uh, the gravel flogging. The gravel flogging. Because <laughs> it's Someone, a, okay, we need naming recommendations because I feel like we can do better than that. Well, gravel, gravel flogging. Yeah. It's it's spicy. There's spicy. There's, there's I can bring my mountain fiber. bike and keep up. There's no. <laughs> i get dropped on it every week there's uh, does paul take does paul go out there and yeah the, lays the smack down on you yeah. guys good yeah, good good job paul but yeah. he's not the only one i oh, mean no. No. yeah it's it's always yeah it's a good time yeah so we did that and i was feeling all right after that and then came out and did the um wednesday lab ride again the lunch ride and was good there but when i woke up that morning i had this like really tight knot in my back i'm like oh this isn't oh. good and I, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I broke my back when I was a kid. I was 14 years old and I have two six inch rods between my shoulder blades, thoracic three, four, five, six, and seven are yeah. all fused together. So it's just kind of the nature of the beast is something I've gotten used to. And I'll get a back spasm or two a year. Usually not that bad. It, they used to be really bad and they've since gotten better because I take better care of myself, but it's usually one to three days. Um, this past week was the three day variety, which pretty yeah. much... Had me out for Wednesday evening. It just that's when I went into spasm mode. So I missed the the flogging ride, and then Friday we were gonna do the uh, the fog hat ride. We've got all these rides now, I know. which is more of a social <laughs> ride. And I was gonna go out and try and do that, and I opted not to. And then it started raining. I'm like, yeah, screw that. And then Saturday came around, and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of feeling a little bit better, but the weather was crap. But I'm like, I'm not gonna ride in the crappy weather. I'm over that. And yeah. I was thinking about doing Zwift. Didn't do that because my wife and I were just like. 
gung ho on getting a bunch of. We've got all these house projects where we're doing. We're doing like kitchen remodel. We're doing like oh, yeah. had all of our floors done. We we're should doing, be taking the tour right now. That's what we should be doing. <laughs> I, I, I take myself. <laughs> I took my own tour when tour. I got here, and yeah. I'm just about done doing a full like re landscaping remodel of the the whole property that I've been working on now for like two years. I'm I'm so stinking close. So I took time to get it all done on Saturday. And like an idiot, I woke up on Saturday, back feels good. Let's go do all these things. And then by the end of the day, back's not feeling so good. Uh. <laughs> I was supposed to go do a gravel ride with um, uh, John Hatfield and Ed Dudlick. And it ended up being one of those things where, um, yeah, I woke up on Sunday morning, I'm like this isn't going to happen John. And I sent him a text. I'm so sorry. I'm and it's just not feeling good. Plus, I was up to my eyeballs and doing this uh, backsplash installation in our kitchen yes. and uh, I told my wife that I'd go and help her finish that gingerly, if you will. But we got that done instead. And so anyway, long story short, I missed that ride. And then Memorial Day comes around and going to go out and do a ride on that day. And it's nice, but I'm so deep into getting this stuff done in the house. My wife's like, we're going to finish this project this yeah. weekend. So <laughs> I went ahead and told her, I'm like, all right, we'll get started at like 7, 730 in the morning. Okay, we did that. And then I'm like, all right, we need to be done at noon. Yep. Two thirty rolls around. Yeah. Like, Son of a that biscuit is. eater. And I, I still have my yard work to do. And I allotted that that two and a half hours that got eaten up going over was my ride time. And I still had to get the yard work done before we had family coming over for dinner that night. So I ended up going to doing the yard work and there just wasn't any time. I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna reset in June. So here we are on June first. It's June first. And we did the gravel ride last I night. I will which was say good. that the yard looks fantastic. It's coming around. It looks really good. Yeah. I like it. I love I I know it's you enjoy the landscape. I I really do. I, I like four hours will fly by. And I'm like, yep. oh, that was fun. Yeah, and it's like instant no, it gratification. Is. Generally yeah. speaking, like you get to see like good results right away. So, anyway, that was my week. It was so, a so crappy basically week. we have we have three old broken cyclists sitting at the yeah. table here. We that, need Evan. That, we need Evan in this podcast. Kind of falling apart recently. <laughs> it, it could, we could change the name I, of the podcast. I too. bet people can relate to us. Broken, I bet there's people out there. Who the can Broken Cyclist podcast, where we just complain about. But how you we guys, feel I'm so close to being done with all of the house projects. My wife keeps saying, "Oh, but we can start doing this. We can do that." I'm like, "Nope, not gonna. <laughs> nope. Maybe, maybe in like November when it starts to rain. Yeah. But nope, not this summer. I'm gonna get back on track and I'm gonna do all the things. And I'm gonna get back to my 10 to 15 hours a week of riding." And I'm looking forward to just having a 30-minute mow-and-blow session with my yard, and that's yeah. all I have to do, you know, it. so we get back to doing the whole riding and racing bikes thing. So good times, good yeah, times. good times. <laughs> oh, geez. But anyway. Champ here. Champ Valley. Champ is actually in the pop-up studio. <laughs> Champ here. How did you get in the house, studio. Champ? Do you know the code? I just, I, the door was unlocked and just walked in. Yeah. I didn't even knock. <laughs> what up, champ? All right. So uh, the the Giro d'Italia wrapped up this last sure week. Did. And surprisingly, Carapaz fell apart on the second to last day. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I was actually, not for nothing, I, like I picked him to win. I was happy he cracked. He kind of cracked. And, and it was on the second to last day, it was a mountaintop finish, and it was in the last 2K of the climb that Jai Hundley just kind of put in one dig and then just rode away from him. And then in 2K, he put in a minute and a half on him. Yep. So First Australian in 20 years to win the Giro. Yeah, yeah. Cadell so, Evans was last, right? Yep, that's correct. Sweet. So good for him. Jai Hundley won it for Bora. Which is, I mean, I thought Bora was done when Sagan, Sagan left, left yeah. when he took all his party it's, tricks yeah. with him. And 
and here they've won the Giro. So that's pretty freaking amazing. Good for them. So, yeah, good on uh, Jai Hundley. So that was kind of exciting. Um, surprisingly, Nibley took fourth. Landa took third. So there were some results there. Some old dudes. Yeah. Um, old guys can ride bikes, you guys. guys. <laughs> well, those guys aren't as old as us, unfortunately. Yeah. And Nibley's not too far away from He's well, only he's pretty like, close to you, Matt. Was he 42? I think he's like 38. Is he really that no, old? He's in his 40s, isn't he? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking of Valverde. That's who oh, I'm you're thinking of Valverde. Valverde, Valverde is, is over 40. Valverde, Valverde is like, like 41. Yeah. yeah. Valverde is like my age. Okay. He's but ancient. I'm pretty sure that yeah. Nibli is. Nibli's not that old. He's young. Date of birth, 84. Okay. So oh, that's 10 years. pretty old. He's 37, 38. 38. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty old. Yeah. 37. It's older than I thought. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, that's what happened there. Um, what a, the sister stampede happened. Uh, Mike. Ripley had a great event out there. They had rain the day before, which, and it was much cooler than it is normally down there. Um, but I believe the uh, Landon Farnsworth won the elite men. He beat uh, Cody Peterson, who was the um, defending champion. The elite women were won by Emma Marinin. Um, so that's kind of exciting. So it was good. We had some. Lots of teammates who went down and, and did the race and made it. Scott Carroll won his division in the 50-plus. I think Mark Locktiff took second in his division in Good the 40-49s. Yeah. Um, so that, that's so things that I remember. We, we've talked about Scott Carroll before. I mean, we obviously, he's a teammate. He's a great guy. Yep. He loves himself some Zwift racing. Do you think that that's a big... I mean, granted, he's a great athlete. He's got a big engine. He can go like red hot for a long period of time. Do you think though that that translates really well to the mountain bike racing stuff? Well, so here's what happens with Scott. Like he, now Zwift racing, he probably does like 50 or 60 a year. Oh, oh yeah. No, more than it's that. Probably, okay. It's maybe, more than that. He does it. I think he's already done that many. He's already done that many this year, I think. So he races a ton. And if yeah. you've ever done a Zwift race, they are hard, fast starts. Yep. Then it backs off a little bit, and then like the last fifteen minutes are like full gas. Yeah. So they're not, and they're short usually. They're yeah. between twenty and forty minutes, right? Yeah. Aren't most of the yep. Zwift races? That sounds some, right to me. That's yeah. something, something like that. And Scott is a master at him. He's been doing it for a long, long time. Sure. So when we show up at at races, when the gun goes off, oh, he just goes. Scott is gone. He's like gone. He just like bolts. And in the longer mountain bike races, my experience with Scott has been um, he starts to get reeled back near the end, mm. but he's bit, but he's fit enough that he held him off this year. Good. So he he won it this year, which is sisters fantastic. is more of a non technical shallow climbs. Yes, not, get after just whole big numbers. It's more of like a like if a roadie were to go to do a mountain bike race yeah. and do well, it would be power, sisters, right? Well, power course. It, it is. So it's it's twenty seven miles. Um, it's only like two thousand feet of climbing or eighteen hundred feet of climbing. So it's not a lot of climbing. A lot of the climbing is on on double track gravel roads. So you can kind of stick with things. And then the the single track sections. There's a lot of single track on it, but it's not. It's not that technical. There's only a few technical spots on the single track. So there's not a lot of technical sections. And the single track sections also uh, reward uh, previous experience. So they're very flowy trails that if you know the trail and know where the corners are coming, you can rip it. If you don't know the trail, yeah. and haven't done them a lot, 
um, you go you, slow. You, you're you're gonna have to slow down because yeah. you don't know if you're gonna wash out or not. And it's because it's high desert. It tends to be pretty dry. If you get out of the rut, you are you're gonna wash out. Okay. So it favors the local athletes. How should I say that yeah, ride the trails fair. a lot? Yeah, it favors that, which is why Cody Peterson usually wins because he's from Bend. So anyway. Uh, but Scott, he pulled it off, you know, so good job, Scott. Good job, Scott. Uh, what else does champ have to talk about? We got the tour coming up eventually. Is it, when's it's, the, when's it's the, a month away. Is it like July 1st? And it's starting in, I don't know. It's usually around yeah. that time frame. It's a month away and it's starting in, it's is it starting in Germany or something. We need to plan our prediction video where we all put our predictions in and Come up when Evan puts something ridiculous down. Nibali, he'll probably pick Nibali to win it all. <laughs> Some Italian he'll pick. It starts 100%. July first in Copenhagen. It starts in Denmark, okay. so I think there's a few mm. days in Denmark before they'll transfer back to France. Yeah, so that's what's. I'm so excited. For. Yeah, it's it should so be much exciting. fun to watch. Yeah, cool. Um, other than that, uh, what do we got coming up? Um, Unbound Gravel is coming up this, this Saturday, yeah. so. The second race in the Lifetime Grand Prix Fitness. Big, it's the biggest race of the series. 200 miles of Kansas gravel. They have had... This is, in my opinion, the gravel ride of, of the United States. Or maybe of the world. Like This is like the big one, I think. It is like the big one. It's a 200-mile race. Yeah, it is. It's the one that we, you would potentially consider. Yes, Matter of fact, uh, Peter Sagan, because he was in the States um, doing a training camp in Utah, he is going out and racing it as well for fun. What? But he's doing the he's doing the hundred mile version, okay. I heard. Not that there's a two hundred mile race, there's a hundred mile race, there's a fifty mile race. You know, he could do a two he could do a two hundred mile race. He could. I don't think his sponsors wanted him to. I'm guess, is his team getting in the tour to France? You would have to think so. You would have to think so. Yeah. He I don't know. I think he could do. I think he could do well on some gravel stuff like that. Like, it's kind of like classics, right? Like in some weird way. Like you've got to have bike handling skills. You've got to have that long one day endurance. Like he can do classics. Yeah. So he's doing a hundred. Knowing that he's got such good off road bike handling skills. Granted, you don't need a ton of it for gravel, but still, it still helps. Do you think that it would behoove him to leave the pro? tour no 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 and go race gravel because no. there, there's guys that are doing that there are guys that are doing are that there? but there are guys that are they're not he's not gonna he's he's been nowhere in the classics he's been True. nowhere in the the, the, tour. the grand tours he's still why not go name. do some of the big stuff and get a name for yourself i mean granted he's making big money he's but got a, he's already got a name for himself a b those well, team contracts that he's got that's that's bank and sponsorship stuff yeah. Five or eight million a year, but yeah, you know, I'm just, like, I just don't just think, that, think of, I don't think there's that much money on the gravel side of things yet. Not and in I, the sponsorship side, no, there's not. And he's making most of his team. money from sponsorship and and from. Would it make sense for him to skip a few other rides, and maybe start dabbling in some gravel? I mean, that's the way it, of the future. It, it, like, that's be, where it could be a going. It could be a retirement plan, right? But but gravel racing, I hate to say this, it does not even compare to the world tour. At this point, hundred percent agree with it's you. Not even it's close. Much to bigger it. stage, but yeah, yeah. much bigger stage, bigger sponsors, more money in numbers it. wise. You're talking like one percent or two percent, yes. probably. Yes, correct. There's just not. 
Yeah. There's nothing there. So if you still have a chance to be Which he on the does. world tour, yeah, then you you do that until the chance runs out. I think most of the pros that have moved to gravel were either on the tail end of their world tour career or kind of on the bubble or were, weren't quite getting the contract they wanted. Uh-huh. Right. And so that's think, why they turned to gravel. The or, range of those contracts are pretty massive, right? Like yes minimum contract i don't even i'm just gonna make up some numbers probably you know ninety thousand dollars a year or something like that and then the upper end right like five million dollars a year whatever it is and so you've got pojakar is at like six million i think yeah so so you've got this massive range and if you're on the bottom range of that you can go make that money doing gravel and you might have more fun doing that true but the world tour is in europe and yep. most of the gravel racing is in the United States. Well, that's not really true. There's gravel racing everywhere, but you know. But it's, but it's. But I mean, the bigger races are in the United States right now. In in this Lifetime Fitness tour, you know that seems to be the biggest thing right now. It is. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's been a good thing for gravel so thing. far. So. And I just I do see that there. I, I see it growing. But it's got a long way to go before it's, you know, world tour yes, status correct. or anywhere close to that. It's, so it's, even if it was like cyclocross, it's just very different than than those those races. Yes. So, but you know, stay tuned to the Dial Podcast. We will talk about it. We'll talk about it over and over again. So it should be interesting to see what happens. Um, it will be shown on Flow Sports Live. Yep. It, it, the coverage sucks as much as it did at Sea Otter. I wouldn't expect a whole lot. I actually wouldn't expect much either because, there, I mean, here you are in the middle of Kansas, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 200 miles. So you're, what are you doing? Bouncing, you know, video off of satellites to get some it, sort of live they're coverage? They're not going to have a follow plane like they do in the world tour that what are you gonna relays do? the signal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And you um, have, have Billy, Bo- Billy Joe Bob with the overalls. <laughs> remember that guy? You just give him a cell phone camera and have him stream it out. It's been raining. The guy from Arkansas, you remember him? <laughs> yes, I do. It's been raining terribly in Kansas this week, and so some of the roads are unpassable at the moment. And they're... Unless you're Lance Hepler. <laughs> That's right. I can ride in 15 inches no of problem. water. No problem. And uh, uh, there's some creek crossings that look a little treacherous, so we're hoping it dries out a bit before Saturday. I'm not. happens. You want, it, you want it to be... Want to be nasty, icy. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay. Good. Oh wait. In triathlon news, there was a race in uh, Victoria. Oh. The Victoria seventy point three. Yeah, we do need to talk about. I that. actually don't know who like won the race or whatever. I don't know if there was uh, any. I don't, I don't think there was like a pro field. But I, we do have some amateurs. We we had we had five or six teammates. The dialed that went up triathlon there? team yep. was yeah. there. Cassie uh, did really well. Cassie did she well. Like Evan's five, fiance. I want to say she went five forty nine, but I'm probably messing up the time. So sure. So that's fantastic. such a such a strong athlete. Scott McBath yes. did well. He hasn't done he a seventy point well. three in a long, long time. So good that he. John Hoffman was there. John he, Hoffman. I would love. I didn't actually see how he did. So I, I have no idea. But he's such he a good there. person. <laughs> such a these are good just dude. these are these are good people. Yep. There's your terrible report on the 70.3. Sorry. I think that I'm sure we missed somebody. Good job, team. Well, yes, we did. Sweet. Other than that, Scott Goodrich also did really well. Scott Goodrich is there. Not a teammate, but a team lover. Team. (laughs) We love him. Friend of the team. I think he broke five hours. Lover of the team. I I assume he broke five hours. We'll say that. 
Cool. Good job, people. Champ out. Thank you, Champ Bailey. Okay, boys. You ready here? Ready. What are we talking about? We I don't have know. No idea. <laughs> this is actually funny. We're like Lance and I just sit down and start podcasting. We don't even know what we're talking. We don't about. even know what the topic is. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own this adventure. is not the hot seat. This is just choose your own adventure. I've yeah. got several different topics here. I'm going to throw them all out there, and then you guys can pick the one that you want to talk about. What if Lance picks a different topic than I pick? Then maybe we can do two. Oh, okay. So, the first one. We're going to talk about the Tour de France. Uh, All things Tour de France. And I've got some sub-questions there that we don't need to get into yet, but that's option number one. Option number two, unbound. Unbound. Again, sub-questions. Number three, why has the world tour racing gotten so fast? Option number three. Drugs. And option number four. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And option number four. These cyclocross people keep coming into our done. sport. That one's done. Option number four. Done. Good old M plus one. Oh, when's the time to get another bike? What's what's the next bike? Sub questions, you guys. Sub questions. <laughs> I like N plus one. I think that's fun. <laughs> because there's, I I would be curious to hear what you guys want next because you own a bike shop. Yeah. <laughs> you own a lot of bikes. <laughs> I, 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 yes. And I'm I'm. You got money to burn, man. <laughs> You're always like, you got no time got and money to burn. <laughs> no, that's exactly how, that's always how it is, right? That's always it's how always it how it is. Like when you're working a lot, you have so much money and you, and you don't have any time. And then all of a sudden, you know, consulting, right? You yeah. don't have a job and you're like, I'm going to go bike every day. Okay. So Matt no wants money. to do M plus one. Which well, one no, of those? We'll do, it. we'll do it all. No. Well, we'll, we'll do M plus one for Matt. Lance, do you have one in there that you want to well, talk about? Was there one in there that spoke to you? Unbound seems timely. Yeah, it Seems does, timely. actually. There is that. It's coming up this weekend. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about both of those, boys. How does okay. that sound? All right. Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> Unbound. Unbound. Okay. <clears throat> Here's my question. Convince me and yourself to go do Unbound. Oh, you have to convince oh. yourself. Why would you go do 200 miles? Convince yourself. Like a hard 200 miles. It's a hard two. Like, it's Chris Surratt, we know Chris Surratt. We've Chris done, Surratt. Front we've of the done show, 200 miles Patreon, before. yes. We, this is totally But that different. was on road bikes, cushy yep. smooth, about half the climbing. easy. Yeah, I mean, that was nine and a half hours of like pain and suffering, but it was not the same kind of pain and suffering. To go out there and do Unbound, it's 200 miles. What's the elevation gain? It's over 10,000 feet, isn't it? Chris Surratt's going? I think going? so. No, Something he like, did it last year. He did it last year. year. Okay. Yeah. So Chris Surratt is an absolute diesel Hard ass, tough ass mofo. He yes. just go out there and gets it done. He doesn't complain. He doesn't. He, he, he I've just never like, heard yeah, complain. Just, never, just, just no yes. race. After that race, he's like, "That oh, was the hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life." And yeah. you could just see his face. You could see like, "Oh my gosh, that hurt." And if you're gonna hurt somebody like that, it's like it's somebody who prepared for it too. That's Ooh. that's tough. I'm I'm if I recall, I think the winners do it in around ten hours, nine and a half, nine and a half, ten hours is about Which the is winning time. Ridiculously so fast. Like seven and days think, for me. And I think Surratt was around thirteen or fourteen. Oh, wow. His goal was to get back before the sun went down and he got it by a sliver. Okay. Oh. So I don't know what that equates in time, but I think it was somewhere around there, like thirteen or fourteen hours. So that's crazy. We know how hard that is. Convince yourself to go do that. We all know that Lance has already said it a million times. Like, I don't even yeah. want to do the 100-mile routes. I want to go do the 60, 75-hour garden varieties. They, ha, they have a 100-mile race, and they have a 50-mile race. 
I'd go do the 50 mile race. That's the kitty race. <laughs> and then the there's the junior race. race. And then there's the big dog race. And, <laughs> and then, then there's the crazy mofo race that's going to go out there and do the 350 so miles. Okay. The XL, oh, yeah, that is crazy. The XL that's 350 miles. Okay. So here's the I, I, I have very few arguments for anyone to do this. But if this race is going in the trajectory that it looks like it's going, which is it's going to be a legendary race, and you could tell your grandkids about it. Street cred, baby, for the grandkids. <laughs> it's it's probably the biggest, most popular gravel race in the world. So the, the fact that you can get into the race, because I believe there's a lottery to get into it. It's not it's like you not can easy, just yeah. sign up. It's yeah. going to be harder and harder. Yeah, it's going to get, get harder and harder. And, I mean, to check that off your life list of, of cool events that you can Is you it know, on do, your bucket list? No, it's it not. It kind of is, though. <laughs> Well, it kind of is. It's alluring it, in a it, weird it, it way. Is, it is alluring to to have because experienced that because it's such a big race. It's probably, I'd venture to say, the most popular bike race in the country at the moment. I kind of wish name, they hadn't changed it. Name another name. race that would be more popular than I, I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything. Is there a road race that actually would be more popular? No. Maybe, maybe Tulsa Tour- Tough. Crit. I mean, oh, nope. I mean, the tour of the California was kind of up done. there, but it's done. It's gone. But yep. even in that, I don't think it has. Utah could have been, but that's done and yeah. gone. So name. So so there's that. I mean, to be part of the biggest, most popular race in the country, that ha- that's that alluring. Draws internationally. Yes, and the fact that that Joe idiots like us could. <laughs> Could, l- could try, line yeah. up right behind the pros and and ride the first five miles with the pros until they drop you. Yeah. So I mean that's that's alluring too. That's what's alluring about gravel racing, or because you don't get that in Grand Fondos. There, it's there's like no. What no do pros. I do to convince you to go do it? Uh, a couple, just do a couple two hundred milers you know, with them. If if, <laughs> if there was a group, if if there was a group of five or six teammates that Training we all decided we were going to yeah. do it, then yeah. Yeah. I would I would do it. If we made a commitment to like, we're going to do this together as a team. Yeah. We're going to stay together. When somebody gets a flat, because somebody's going to get a flat. It's we the, stop together. We stop together. Pit crew it. We have, we have our own pit crews. We have our own like Sherpas, Sag, yep. SAGs, that help us all when we come into the trend. To the they feed kind zones. of allowed that, don't they? It, it's, it's actually, I think it's required, to be honest with you. Oh, really? I think you have to have somebody... In in the uh, at the feed zone. Is that new? That might be new. It it might be new. I know last year you had like, to have a SAG person. I feel like how many people get in? You didn't. Two, three thousand, somewhere in there. I think it's like three thousand. Yeah, something like that. That's a lot of SAG support to have out there on course. Yeah, but it's we're, we're it's the middle of nowhere, Kansas. There's nothing out there. The town of Emporia. It's like. Is there even hotels or anything? I, I don't. I think Probably there's not. a couple, but I mean it's. It's a tiny little town in Kansas. It's not, I mean, this is like the biggest event in the region. Wow. Because it's really in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, if we had a bunch of teammates that were going to go do it and we were just going to like chug along and and have a good time, that, that would convince me to do it. But to do it, for me to just go do it, no, I don't have an interest in Hard suffering pass. for 15 hours. Okay, so we need people. I need, need support. People. What about... The training process. That's the part that seems like super arduous to me. Like that's a pretty big dedication. You need at least a good six month training block 
ahead yes. of that to get you. prepped and ready to go to be able to I mean you could probably finish it and be just fine in with a three month training block, but to do well and to to like go out there and say I gave it my all and to put up some decent numbers, you need at least yeah. a good six months. Uh, well, like the first five hours, I hate to say it, the first five hours are easy. Yeah. It's it's the last five hours yep. that is absolute torture. Yeah. So I, it just depends on what, you know, what you can manage, what you can handle on your own. I, I don't know. There's a, Oof. there's a cyclist who's new to the area. He's recently moved here. He came out and he did the, uh, the flogging ride with us a, a week ago or we can change ago. And then he came out and he did the, um, the gravel ride with us last week. He didn't come out this week because he's tapering, but he came out to just meet some new people, ride with people, and he was riding on a gravel bike with some giant balloon tires on there. Yes. And uh, nobody had met him before and then connected with him on Strava. And I took a look at some of the stuff he's been doing. My God, this guy, he's doing this all on his gravel ride, bike, riding out all these roads, riding like 100, 115, 120 miles. I'm like, what are you doing? And so we got to talking the last time I saw him. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting ready to go do Unbound. I'm like, oh, good on you, man. Yeah. Wow. He's going out all by himself, doesn't know another soul out there. Yeah, just gonna and go he's just going to go roll it. Roll it. Yeah, we were doing like all this bike prep for him this week. He brought it into the lab and we did a bunch of stuff for him. But I'm like, that's pretty stinking cool that, you know, that you got the ability to, to go do that, got in. And then you, the thing that just kind of blows my mind is you're going to do that by yourself. It would, it would take a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people in it, so you're you're probably never really totally alone. Yeah, you'll but make it's, friends. But it's so. going gonna, gonna to stretch out yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like the first time I did SDP. Granted, it's 206 miles. It's not the same as going out and doing Unbound. But I went up there and did not know a soul. Didn't know a single person. And lined up at like 4.30 in the morning. Saw a couple of people around me and, and you know swiftly dropped them. But in the first 50 miles, I was riding at a particular pace that I wanted to hold. And blown by all these people and next thing i know i look back and there's like six or seven people behind me and like i guess they liked my pace and then kind of like elbowed them they through like, like hey draft. you guys can take some poles too and yeah, and yeah um there's several of them like we rode ended up riding the entire thing together there's a very that ride is i think very different than unbound where you have like you have this like everything changes after that first hundred miles in centralia yeah, yeah. it goes from like yeah there's people around to you are yeah, you have right. the few people that are willing to work, you know. Yeah, and it's a very different. But I think Unbound, you know, first of all, you know, I think you're out there three times. I mean, it's a lot harder. It's a race. long race, so. But but what else, Matt? What would convince you to go out there and do Unbound? No, I mean, similar to to Lance. I mean, if if a group were training for it, I think that you know it would be. Triathletes unite! Let's go to Unbound <laughs> with your aero bars. It's, uh, hey, hey, gravel aero bars, man! You know, you know I, it happens. I, there, there are races where aero bars are allowed. Um, a lot of the races, gravel races. A lot of the gravel races. A lot are, of the gravel races I'm, allow it. I'm not sure if Unbound allows it. Now, I think that I can fit maybe some twenty. 26s, 28s on my TT bike. <laughs> it's so not good enough. It'll, it'll work on the gravel. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure it'll work on Unbound. <laughs> it's not good enough. Um, no, I, I, you know, it's it's similar. It's a it's a, sim, a similar vibe to a triathlon where it's like we're gonna do this thing. You know, you put in those long weekend workouts and you do those with your buddies. Yeah. And you're doing 100 mile rides, and it's hard. Or you know, of course, you're swimming before and, and running afterwards. Yeah. There's some long days. Yeah. that you put in, I think that would be the way you would want to tackle it for Unbound. I think it would be amazing. 
I know that if you said, Evan, I want to oh, go, Evan, do, Evan, Evan, I want to go do Unbound. I want you to do it with me. He would say it like he would say, yes, 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 before he even got done asking the question. Yeah, yeah. He would I say know it. you're so, right, but I just feel like I feel sorry for Evan. Feel sorry for him. No, no, like, don't no, do that no. to yourself, Evan. You tie a rope to his seat post. Oh yeah, there you and go. And you just get a nice or a bungee cord or something like that, so it's not like super jerky. And you got yourself a free ticket, there man. You go. That's true. It's better than an e-bike. You just shackle yourself. Yeah. Price horse. faster. <laughs> Crack the whip. He on actually him. would probably that because because I'm think I'm guessing that it's not as technical as some of the other things that he's taking on this summer. He, he's doing the Telluride 100 mountain bike race, and I just think like for him. He is a grinder. He is a tough mofo, and he is a grinder. And so I think a, a race like that might be good for him. Although he's also it's he's dangerous. Like he could hurt himself. Yeah, you'd have to temper his. Um, we'll say his enthusiasm for the race and wanting to go fast, yeah. and, and and have him understand that. Look at your powers numbers and don't Wait, go over well, that whatever X Y Z is. Here's the thing: you you got to have your front wheel wash out five or six times before you realize where the line is. Yeah, uh, because because you, yet if you're like trying to go fast, your front wheel is going to wash out at yeah. some point, and you eventually learn. I mean. I haven't had my front wheel wash out once this year, knock on wood, because yeah. you kind of learn where the line, where the line is. is. But it that just you gotta go down a bunch of times to figure that out. Oh, so No and, thanks. And he hasn't done that yet. Well he has on the roads on his <laughs> TT bike. Yes, he has on the <laughs> <laughs> Doing a time trial, the Jack Frost time trial. I haven't crashed his TT bike. <laughs> That's right. I just oh, yeah. We I love you, Evan. Yeah. So uh, I mean I don't know that I would want to stick with Evan on a, on that ride because I think he would I think he would get excited and go for it. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, you guys are both saying that misery loves company. Misery yeah, loves company. If you got that company, then you're going to go out and be miserable and do it together. I even got invited to come this year. I was visiting Yuri Hoswald at his home. He's convalescing from a broken leg, and uh-huh. he you know, he's a former winner of Unbound. Uh, he was one of the first winners. I think he won wow. in like 2015. He okay. won Yuri Hospital, won uh, Unbound. And uh, I, we were visiting him. He's like, you got to come to Kansas. And I'm like, I'm not doing that stupid. Well, it might be one of those things where you go and you do the 50 miler or the 100 miler, whatever yeah. it is, and you enjoy the party and the atmosphere. Yeah. And then the next year you're over. You are done so because you're going to be thinking about doing the 200 the rest right. of the year. Yeah. But. It it seems like a cool atmosphere, right? Yeah, it definitely the atmosphere is going to be cool for yep. sure. Yep. So, no doubt about it. Yep. Why are you guys looking at me? Because what <laughs> what would it take for you? Um, that is a really good question. I have, I really don't have any desire to do anything that length right now, just because I know that fourteen hours. I mean, come on. I just all I think of is like how much my shoulder's going to hate me after that. But yeah. it's like, all right, well... What, it might what could, fall apart at hour 10. Maybe, and then what? Maybe, I don't know. Or or it could fall Brandy, apart. Brandy, come pick me up yeah. in the van, please. I yeah. mean... It could be that. But let's just say that that doesn't happen. I think that it would be really cool. What would make me excited about it is if somebody could document it. If somebody could oh, go yeah. out there and Film. do like filming and, and interview us through the way the whole process... Hell, if we could even do a podcast while we were doing it. I mean, if yeah. we can make it some sort of way to kind of pass the time 
And then I'd, I'd have to go out there without aspirations of like, I need to finish in this time or I need to go this oh. fast or I need to beat these people. Like I, it's, a, it's a finish thing for sure. It's a finish thing. And I know that like once I got out there and once I got going, I would click into that mode. Right. But leading into that, the whole preparation process is just to finish, not to, to go out there and crush. Yeah, right. So, right. yeah. And I know that I've done STP twice and again, not but, the same thing. But neither of those were just to finish, to be honest. No, those were to go out there and see, like, okay. let's see if we can let's, get like the fastest. So the first time was like, let's figure this out. Let's go yep. fast and manage this time. The second time was like, let's beat everybody at this thing. And we pretty much did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that all of us, our, our group all finished within 30 seconds of each other. Yeah. Well, probably even more like 15 seconds of each other. And we were the fastest times in the first finishers and they weren't even ready for us. And that was a good feeling. Now, I don't think I could ever, well, I know I could never do that maybe for age group at some point in time if I trained, but I I don't know. But I think to document that just to have something to look back at and see like what the whole experience was like, because you kind of get into the mode of like, while you're doing these things of you just tunnel vision things that like the hours start to fly by, you start to miss everything. And if someone could like actually document that and, and get the whole emotional process, something like that might be kind of fun. That would be something that would, the, uh, uh, it's not a vain thing. It's more of like, I just want to like, it, have it the gives a different focus. Reference. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe the vegan cyclist is going to do it, sure. but he's doing the XL. He's doing the 350 oh, mile thing. That guy, what are and you doing to yourself? I, I think, you know, he's had some big, he does he's these impossible routes. Yep. Have you watched his impossible yeah, route? I, uh, only one, I think, but it is, they're really well done. They're really well done. You know, they're like hour, hour and 20 minute YouTube videos that yeah. he has edited himself. They're really quite but good. They're filmed well, but they're filmed well. And, um, and, I wonder if he's going to try to do some kind of filming he with will. this. No doubt in my mind. He will I, have to. I mean, he's not going to do anything and not film it. That's just the way he is. Yeah, probably. But yeah, he's doing the 350 mile one and he, he's been. But been honestly, some of those about. some of those rides that he's done in the past year are going to be that that hard. That, yes. That as difficult or maybe more difficult. He, Gosh, some of those rides are like going up these weird you know, lava mountain field things that are just rocking. I mean, I don't even know how he rides it. Yeah, his latest one, this West Texas impossible route. Um, they had set out this route. Him and who's Jeremiah Bishop is his partner that he does this with. Okay. Who's a former pro mountain biker, and he's, he's he's also in the Lifetime Grand Prix fitness. He's in he's one of the athletes, and, and he's better than vegan cyclist. I mean, yes, and in, in in like bike handling skill set yes. kind of things. So. But uh, he he developed this route in West Texas, oh. and they ended up. There was f- three or four sections where there were no roads that it looked like there were roads on Google Maps, and there were no roads, so they were hike a biking through oh, the desert. <laughs> it just didn't end up very good. But um, it's like they're just trying to hurt themselves. Yeah, we're trying to. Some try, of those. That's why it's calling a possible route. They're trying to do something that just seems like. It would be impossible. So mission accomplished, I guess. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think he's gonna film it. Yeah. Then the one other thing that I could do to see myself making this happen is my plate is so full right now; it's overflowing, and I feel like I'm actually like not doing a good job at all of the things that I should be doing, whether it be from the team to work to home to family to like all of the things. I just don't feel like I'm doing a very good job because too much stuff is spilled over. So I'm trying to do my best to try and lean that down and get it really more focused and concentrated so that I can have more time. Like 
like when I, I missed, I, I think I missed like six hours of riding last week. It wasn't the end of the world because I got other things done. So, yeah. and, and that actually kind of felt gratifying to get some of those things checked off the list. But for me to be able to train for that, I need 15 hours a week. I don't have 15 hours a week right now. Yeah. So if I could find something to alleviate my, some of my schedule, some sort of way to like, like pass things off to people or know that things are taken care of or to get the, the blessing from home that uh, you can go do this. Then I think I could start to focus on that. But if it were to be right now, you're like, Hey, you got to start training now. And you can go do this in six months. I'm like, there's no way I'm like, I, I can barely get on the bike for eight to 10 hours a week right now. Barely. I think a commitment like this would, would take too much away from your family. Unless you'd have to sell, you'd have to sell your family and your kids. You'd have to sell your family. <laughs> I think it's it would take old, too much away way. from your family. You use that money as your entry fee. <laughs> there you go. I'm assuming you're getting a good price on your family. Yeah. Use that money for the entry fee, and you're good. Yeah, got it all figured out. Yeah. So yeah. if I could figure that part out, then that would be another like selling point. Because if if it were like just time, you know, and like all I had to do was just invest it. Like if I were Lance Hapler, I could go do this. <laughs> I've thought about that too, where it's like. I would have to not make videos that take up all this time and you can't, you know, when you don't sleep at night, you can't train that very well. You'd have to give up. You'd have have to give up part of it. You kind of have to give it up. Hey, Nike, sorry, buddy. You know, it's just, I got to put you on hold for a little while. Hey, Sam, Uh, I can't go to your swim meet this weekend, buddy. Sorry. man, so many swim meets. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Kristen, you got to run the family for a while. Yeah, she knows. That's the thing. I mean, for me, I mean, yes, I have all the time in the world to train and I realize that I really enjoy a certain amount. And if I do... If I'm doing 20 plus hour weeks, every week on week on week or 25 hour weeks, it's like I I quit enjoying it as much. It becomes, it's like having it's like dessert for much. breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yes. It's like dessert's great, but not yes. for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Like there's a there's a happy point in there. And you're I think your happy number is about 15. It probably you, is, yeah. You go over that, you're like, yeah, yeah, and too I, much. Mm-hmm. I love I'm my life is great. Don't get me wrong. I cannot complain about my life at all, but I, I don't I don't want to do more than 15 hours a week because I enjoy the other things that I'm doing with my wife and my family and my kids and the traveling and the stupid rocks I look at. I mean I love I, it. I, I think it's perfect. I enjoy that stuff. So I don't so know. when are we gonna go do Unbound Boys? It's not looking good, Jay. I just said it's good. never <laughs> not looking good. <laughs> All right, so we can't We're convince ourselves. Let's do the fifty. You know, let's go do the fifty. Do the fifty. We can watch. You can watch the other one, and we just sit there at the end and watch. Well, watch those drink Eccleston and yes, drink roll beer. In. Yeah, drink non-alcoholic beer. You wouldn't I even can, like. That. I wouldn't even like that. We no. could drink whatever monster drink you drink. I just drink Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. All right, moving on, moving on. All right, in. Plus one. Topic number two. I've got a, a couple questions here. What is your current N plus one? And for those that don't know what N plus one is, the number of bikes that you currently How have is you listen N to this podcast and not plus know what one. N plus one is. Well, there are some people out there. Everybody <laughs> okay, needs so, to, to learn and not everybody's born with this info. And N plus one is the number of bikes you have plus one. So what's the bike that you need to add to your quiver right now, Mr. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I need your help. That's why I need the help of the podcast. You, need, got- a, you need a gravel bike. Yeah, I do. You need a gravel bike. I do. I need a gravel bike. So I have a time trial bike that's broken, which is a perfect bike to, put, fantastic. On, to yep. put on the bike trainer and yep. leave it there forever. Sure. Got that bike. Yep. I've got a mountain bike, which is great. Yep. And I've got a road bike, which is fantastic. Great. Got it. Gravel so bike. I think a gravel bike gravel or bike. another time trial bike would be the next possible purchase. How soon before you're actually out there doing triathlons again? 
Oh, I mean, if my Achilles feels okay, I could potentially try and do one at the end of the summer. Really? I could poten- Well, so I'm thinking I could like swim and bike and walk. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a five k speed, five, speed walk? Speed, five, do you have a speed no, walk? No, no, it'll be a slow walk. Swim, bike, it'll speed a, walk. It'll be a limp. It'll be a limp, so it won't be fast. Five k is a long way for me to limp, if, and that's like the shortest you know triathlon that you can really figure out. So, I'm totally thinking about like, oh, maybe I could, maybe I could, you know, do that, and that would still be fun for me. I wouldn't be going for places or times or anything. Are you missing triathlon right now? Um, so there's a race that's coming up this weekend, the PDX triathlon, which yep. kind of kicks off the triathlon season for our particular area. Sure. I'm not, I'm not missing it, to be honest. It's not like I feel like, I don't feel like, oh no, everyone's going to go do this triathlon and have fun. Like I'm thinking to myself, I maybe I'll go out there and film something. Sure. Just, you know, see my friends and stuff and film some things. I just have to think of like Lou Hollander. We got to find Lou Hollander (laughs) and interview that (laughs) man about. We could do that. That would be hilarious. His 90 year old sexual habits is yes. We're uh, we're a little low on 90 year old sexual habit, uh, (laughs) YouTube content. So we need to find Lou. If you could fill us in, that'd be great. <laughs> that was the best interview ever. I, I still need to figure out if I... I think I lost that footage. I don't think I have it. Probably. But he's probably doing great. And, uh, you know, so I, I... But there's no, like, desire to be like, oh, I really wish I was racing. I don't feel that Is there yet. anything, like, any discipline, like, like, I really wish I could get by... Like, running was your jam. And it still is your yep. jam. Do you miss, like, just any kind of running events? Is there something that you're missing there? Is there one part? of? Um, okay. So there's not, I, I mean, it's been so long since I've been like a competitive runner. The thing that I miss right now. And the thing that I like think about is like, Oh, you know, it'd be cool is the local Turkey trot with your family or stuff like that, where it's like, I want to be able to just go do the events and participate. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And so, that's a hope or a goal or even if I have to walk, like whatever, like that's, that's the dream. So I'm way far away from the like competitive side of things. And I, I think, you know, I could always get competitive in, you know, swimming or, you know, yeah. or biking or whatever it is. But like right now it's just like so hard to think about cause I'm so far away from that. Like biking hard would hurt my Achilles. Even swimming, I can't kick correctly. So it's not going great. <laughs> to be honest yeah. but that's okay like i'm still happy to be able to just do stuff yeah and you know like i love making the videos like i'm really enjoying that i want to be able to you know show the stuff that i like to do you know swimming in the open water like i if you i just posted two videos and one of them has like this open water swimming footage and it's, it's just beautiful being out there on the lake and the weather's getting currently pretty decent the water temperatures are good in the area so you can go do open water swimming oh just wait until friday what's going on friday oh the weather's gonna go crap weather again. turned to crap again <laughs> it's supposed to rain all weekend oh <laughs> uh, but i mean so maybe i should try and sneak in a open water swim or something tomorrow just because like this is this is our time. We get this block of usually we get a block of decent weather where you can swim open water and do some cool stuff, and then and then it actually gets too warm and you don't want to swim in the water. It gets a little bit crusty. We'll just say crusty. Crusty. Yep. But I mean, you were doing all that stand up paddleboarding oh, yeah. last year, two years ago. Yeah. This time, by this time last year, we'd already gone out four or five times. Yeah. And so far, I mean, this past week we probably could have gone out, but back spasm, mm. and the lake was packed. Yep. That's what I was told. So you could go do Fallen Leaf Lake. There's no one there. Yeah, we can probably go out there. But we'll we'll get back out there. And I absolutely love that. I love the rowing. I love the stand up paddleboarding. Those are great. I'll swim. You stand up paddleboard. 
Maybe we can great. come out. We can go join the road team out get there film. at uh, Vancouver Lake. Ooh. Yeah. You don't have to fun. use your killers for that. No. Just, yeah. Just row. Go row, row, you're, row. You're all in on the rowing. I sure am. I mean, I, over there. that's the thing is like, uh, I mean, we have all these other things that we can explore. You know, you and I are obsessed with like the filming stuff and we love it, but like you're going to get into rowing and yeah. it's just a cool, it's a cool sport. We're obsessed with it, but only one of us has time to get it done, kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't oh. know. Or, or sleep, one or the other. I'll, I'll get up a video for Lance and me and the channel <laughs> sometime before October, so just as long as it doesn't point. get to a year. <laughs> yeah, oh. your channel's doing great. It's funny, because we haven't posted anything since October, and we're like, people are subscribing to our channel all the time. I'm it's, like, it's, they yeah, like you guys. It's, a, it's easy to like you guys. I think that's the key is like, be likable online and people will follow you. And if you're not, I would hope they that, won't. that we're relatable at some point. They like took we're one not, look at your ah, stash. Oh, these two doofuses. Just like that. Idiots. I'm, oh, they'll subscribe though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to that mustache. That's funny. <laughs> Mr. Lance, what's your M plus one right now? Well, Mr. I got all the bikes and all the things. There's one bike that I am missing that I Ooh. have, I have I kind of, Wait, hold on. Let me try to guess because I have no idea. There's a bike that I'm missing that that I would like to have. I am a very competitive person. <laughs> Stop. It's a triathlon bike. A TT bike. Am, uh, I do not have a TT bike. Doing certain things. Uh, what are you motivated by, Lance? Oh, triathlon. You want a TT bike? Triathlon. Triathlon. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, you got. It's not a road bike. It's definitely not a TT bike. You got to. Good gravel bike. I mean, you could get the newest gravel bike, right? Well, all, you don't have that. All of my bikes could be upgraded. You could, yeah, you could but upgrade. That, but that's not what oh, we're talking about. You have about. two cyclocross bikes, right? I do. You have a good pit bike and you have a good I do. race bike. So yes. I don't think it's a cyclocross bike. Mountain bike What's is a new, a new little, mountain bike. Is that what it is? Mountain bike getting a little long in the tooth? It's a. Uh, it's not my mountain. My current mountain bike. That it's, bike. I I, no, I cannot come up with a, it. Do you want to hear? Sure. It's a downhill bike. Like what? A, yeah, okay. Like a yeah, yeah like yeah. a more of a trail bike, not a cross country mountain bike. Something more squish, with huh? More travel, more squish, more you know, a little heavier. Like more yeah. than the four stroke LT, or did you want to go more like I don't know. I, I mean, like a one sixty or something. The, like the that? four stroke LT, I could still race cross country on. It would be fun to have something that really had a lot of travel that I could just rip descents on. Be a and, BMX bike, and that's the reason why I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, because you'll kill yourself. Because I'll yeah. kill myself. Let's 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 because let that happen. I uh, I mean, like you go to Moab and having like a really good long travel suspension bike just makes everything like just funner, just smoother. And you could probably like funner. go to Whistler and rent one of those and yes. just just. Absolutely trash it. So it'd be fun to have take care of it. something that I could just rip descents yep. on and, and roll over stuff that I'm always cautious about because I've only got 130 millimeters of travel on my on my on cross country bike. But I know that if I got something like that, I'd you know hurt yourself. I'd hurt myself. I I you you do because you take more chances, you roll over tougher stuff, you you know. Let's uh, just say you're not a little spring chicken, okay? Let's not go. I'm a broken man. Let's not take you to I'm no trips. To, if we could just avoid the trips to the hospital. I don't want to go What to happened hospital. to Lance? Oh, he snapped his back in half downhilling, oh. going off some big drop. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't need that. Yeah. We're too so, old for that. So downhill bike, huh? So downhill bike. Interesting. I would not have guessed that. What would you have guessed? 
I have everything else. Well, your mountain bike, you've put a lot of, it's, it's seen some things. My yeah. mountain bike has seen some things. Yeah. I, I would, I would like another cross country bike. a rumor on the streets that a certain bicycle brand that we might be familiar with might have a new oh, that full is suspension offering, I'm, say, coming out this summer, maybe, I'm possibly. patiently waiting to see if there's something around. <laughs> so I need to bend. sell my bike, buy yeah. your next bike, yeah. and yeah. It's just like yeah. keep yeah. passing things yeah. down. We'll just have like Sloppy this, like, seconds, little, yep. We'll just kind of have this like little... <laughs> we do need this. Whatever you want to call that, little downstream effect. There you go. I like it. Cool. Anything else that you would want to see in your quiver? No. What about you, Jake? Um, the new- if you'd asked me a week ago, I would have given you an answer of what I want. But I, I've kind of fulfilled that. Oh, what happened? I, I bought a new bike. Gravel bike? Oh, the new yes. Uri. It's not a new bike, though. It's a very old bike. It's a very... It is a classic... Is it a beach cruiser? Piece of art is what it is. It is a beautiful, just I completely restored, very old bike that just needs to be hung on the wall and admired. Correct. <laughs> That's what he just bought. What I, is I, it? I, I, it's a 1950s Bianchi. It's a it's oh, cool. a classic road bike, and it's it's a bike that I've been keeping an eye on for, gosh, seven months now. Yeah. It was originally posted in October, and I've been keeping an eye on it. I had down no idea. Shifters. Yes. Is it like down okay. tube shifters, like lugged? Um, and you said 1950s. Yes, yeah, it's so. got a Brooks saddle on it with the copper rivets. Is it in the garage? <laughs> no, it's, it's down lab. at the lab. Okay, it's, it's got a because I am totally interested. In it's checking got this a out. metal bottle cage with a metal bottle that hangs off the front. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. That is a gorgeous bike. So I've been keeping an eye on this bike, and when it was originally posted, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to. I'd never pay that much for that bike. It's beautiful. It's great. Kudos, Chapo. You did a fantastic job restoring the bike, and then I've just been kind of searching around, and and Paul even knows. He's been, like, looking around for bikes for me, and I I, I really like the old Bianchis. I think they're a beautiful bike, and they've got a lot of, like, you know, history to them. Yes. And he's been looking, I've been looking, and we're in, and I, I really wanted to be able to roll these out. And one of the things that we're going to be doing at the lab is we're going to start doing classic bikes. We're going to start restoring some really? classic bikes. And we want to oh, have a classic cool. bike thing. Because in the wintertime, things slow down a little bit. Granted, we stay really busy year-round for there's whatever a, reason. There's a YouTube channel um, where they talk. They need. They actually don't talk about painting bikes, but they need to start talking about painting bikes. Huh. Quap face too? Have oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have you heard? Of, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you've heard of Quap yeah. face. And it's yeah. Quap face, but then Quap face too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so the original Quap face was a bust. It, it just a, it didn't it work a total out. Mess. We had to revamp <laughs> Quap face too. And so, you know, having like a guy like that that you know could help like painting and restoring yeah, possibly classic yeah. bikes could so be really cool. The thought process was, and Paul and I have been talking about this for a while, like, because he's got a little bit of experience there and his dad actually has done a few bikes and it's something that we wanted to kind of introduce to the lab. Granted, we're kind of no more for performance bikes, but right. we wanted to have this other sect of bikes that we could potentially offer to folks. And so we wanted to have this whole classic things where we could like kind of start to focus on it a little bit more in the winter time when things are a little bit slower and I, I've been looking and looking, and that's when I stumbled upon this bike, and again, too much, and been watching it, and so on and so forth. Well, fast forward to about a week ago, and I just went and looked to see if the bike was still available. I'm like, oh, oh, they dropped their price. 
And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they need some money. So set up a thing. And and by chance, I looked, and I'm like thinking, all right, how much am I going to pay for shipping and all that other stuff, and it's going to get damaged in process. And I looked, and it's like, oh, if you want a little bit better of a deal, and you can pick it up locally in Portland. I'm like, Portland, what? <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. So I reached out and said, hey, here's here's what I'm thinking, and this is what I'm willing to offer, and this is what's something that, that works for me. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, Okay, sweet. Wow. So I went over there and looked at it, and it, it checked out, and it was all that in a bag of chips. And said, Have you ridden this bike? No. This is a showpiece. It's a showpiece right now. It's going to be ridden, though. I don't, yeah. I don't want it to be something that just sits up on the wall. And one of the other things is we do our Fog Hat Friday social ride, and yeah. I want that to be kind of like the Friday Fog Hat ride social ride That's or a Sunday cruiser kind of thing when I want to go out and ride with my family, and they can all be on bikes and going fast, and I'm just going to Take an I, easy, slow ride. My father-in-law has like a 1981 Lotus. Yeah. And it is oh, wow. so much fun to ride. I ride yeah. every time I go to visit him in like rural Michigan. Sure. And we're going like we're taking this thing on like gravel roads and stuff. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know what the tires are, 18s or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Super and, tiny. Uh, and it is so much fun. Yeah. It is. And we go hard because there's like this group in Ionia. It's, it's this small town in Michigan. Like this, I'm like part of this like cycling group that's there. And so, you know, I just go and hammer with this group of people and I'm always on this like super old bike. It is a lot of fun. Sure. But it's also not that comfortable to ride those bikes, to be honest. Well, that so it's pretty comfortable. Is I it? Sit on it? Yeah. I wonder, I'm, I'm, it could just be that like changing some position stuff around. Or it, whatever. It'll be a, it'll be a bumpy ride is the thing because of those. Yeah. Next next time I'm in Michigan, I'm going to take tires. some. I did a video on this um, bike a couple of years ago, and I'm going to remake the similar a similar video because sure. it's just kind of cool to have these classic bikes that would would need a little bit of yeah. restoring, but not yeah, much. I think it's kind of funny. It just helps tell the the, the history of bikes in general. Um, and there's a lot more to the story behind this bike, but I think it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. And to have it come out and just be something that you can show people and explain to them, like, you know, this is what bikes used to be like. And, you know, yeah. let's say that, you know, somebody shows up on a brand new, whatever you can show how much progress it's made over the course of time, but you can still have that throwback. And you can I, still rip on those bikes. Oh Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's something about like putting power into the bike, into the drivetrain that hasn't changed that much, to be honest. Sure. It's, it's got a five speed yep. cassette. cassette on it. And I think the biggest gear is what, like a 18 or something. <laughs> it's not very but here's the thing, like if you get it where it needs to be gearing wise, like there's, I mean, other than that, there's right? just not that much different in bikes. Yeah, like sure. it's still like bearings and wheels and bearings and you know, there's just not that much yes bikes have come a long way in a yeah. lot of ways they haven't I so, love it. i'm, I'm super excited fun. i think it's cool yeah i think a video would be that could be fun yeah let me know if i can help yeah that'd be cool and i think that that aside i think that for me i need to figure out a way to be able to ride a time trial bike i need to be able to make it work mm. for my shoulder and you i need to be able to go out there and crush. do some yeah. time trialing because that, that that's kind of my jam and that the eddie cat class is fun but I think to go out there and, and you know, strap on all the aero stuff and get on really a, a get fast TT bike and maybe start traveling around and go and tell the local time trials. I think that that's something that I need to look into because um, I think that's something I can do decently yeah, can well. Can you, like, answer me this. Like, if you were to, like, do a plank, would that, like, just destroy your shoulder? No, it's not. I mean, I, I've been doing – I haven't done them in a little while, but um, when I get into the habit of doing them, I can still hold them for two or three minutes Yeah, and, and be fine, and I have to work up to that. 
it's just sitting in that position for a long, prolonged period of time. And when I'm doing a plank too, my, my shoulders aren't nearly as narrow. So it's something that probably I would have to work on bringing them in. Your position doesn't have to be perfect. Remember, it yeah. just needs to be, you know, in the ballpark. Better, yeah. Right. And then yeah. the other thing is like, usually in the winter time, you know, you may only be able to go 20 minutes in that aerial position or 30 minutes. And then by the summertime you can go two hours. And so it's just sure. a matter of like, you know, progressing just like any, sort of yeah. other, you know, muscle building. Process. I just remember doing the, um, the team time trial that we did that Lance was on Ooh. puked all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> I got dropped and then I puked on myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember though, that it was, you know, it was a pretty long TT and I, I was probably, how many miles was it? Was it 28? It was, it was, it was an 40, hour. 40 yeah. kilometers. Yeah. And we were probably 18, 20 miles into it and the wheels just fell off my shoulder. I ended up having to be on the, the horns and I just, I couldn't get into that position and, and be, you know, out there contributing and it just kind of sucked and that pissed me off and I haven't wanted to get back on one since, but I still know in the deep of my heart that, that that's something that I probably should yeah. be doing. So that's, uh, you can, that's the other plus you can borrow the Trek speed concept if you want to, Oh hurt, yeah. If you want to hurt yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, in plus one, what about like an e-bike or a cargo bike or a Absolutely. cruiser? Do you guys um, want yeah. any of those things? Some e yes and some, yes. Some e-bike company might be sending me a bike. I don't know if they're really going to do it. or if Really? I, so they, they, uh, we emailed back and forth and they were like, yeah, we're sending you a bike. And I'm like, I'll believe when I see it, you know, this is like a temporary thing. They're going to send it to me and I'm going to return it to them after a review. What kind of bike is it though? I don't know. Is it road, it's, mountain? It's like gravel, commuter. Commuter? Commuter e-bike. Okay. Or it's supposed to be, they call it like a city, like okay. a city e-bike. E I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pumped. I'm, I, I would love to, like e-bikes are so much fun. We've all ridden e-bikes here. Sure. They're a lot of fun. nothing against e-bikes. I we, love them. We all love them. You know, if I, I think, you know what e-bike would, I, th I think I would want more is like more of like a cargo style e-bike because you could like go and do things with it. Like go to the grocery store, yeah, go to the functional, like, yeah. hardware store, more grocery functional. store, yeah. Yeah. throw some like go do things. There, the yeah. weather's decent. You know, I'm always like going back and forth to the pool and I'm just thinking like, Oh, I could just e-bike this. Yes. Or, I mean, I could bike it or were run you it. Were with too. me when we were riding? Uh, I think we were up on McGilvery and there was a guy riding. It looked like a cargo bike, but he had this full, like, you know, like a, a truck that's got like the, the, the things in the bed with the, that they're putting like ladders on top of. Right. And it's like the full like skeleton system. He had something like that built on his bike and he was cruising down McGilvery. And we were I riding back. So. We Were you with me on that? I think so. And yeah. I looked at that and went, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, that's actually kind of cool. I wonder yeah. if that was an e-bike and I wonder if he takes that thing to Home Depot and gets himself some two by fours and some PVC or something like that. I mean, well, yeah. I would want an e-bike that would somehow fit me and my wife. You there you go. Mean? Like you right? need the like really adjustable. Yeah, it doesn't so have to fit perfect. Lance saw the e cargo bike that came into lab on consignment. I did. I, we, I rode it around the uh, oh, yeah the, the parking lot. So you want to tell the story of that thing? God, <sighs> talk about a freaking bike. It yeah. It, it was like extra long, right? It exactly. So what it was is there was a step through <laughs> specialized bike, like a like look like a women's bike, a little bit of a step through, and they took the rear wheel off, and there's an adapter piece that went on it to, that was basically extended out and gave it the cargo like thing. three extra feet long. Exactly, and that connected to where the old wheel was, and then they put a super long chain on there, and then they turned wow. it into an e bike as well. So it's got this big giant battery. The front motor was in the the hub the front wheel and then it's got the the 
how does sort it, of, how does a person like that who clearly like rebuilt this bike into some sort of crazy bike? It's also, a kit though. It's a kit that you can buy uh, to do this. But then they were like, I need help with, I need help from dial cycling. Like what are they, they asked, need help with? Yes. Hey, uh, it was actually a lady. She's like, I, oh, I, okay. what did you do with that? She's she came into this thing and she's like I have no idea what to do. She with came this. into I it. I don't want it. I have it. no idea what it's worth. Oh, gotcha. And so she brought it in. And I'm like, well, we can at least like take a look into it. And so I did. I did all the research on it. And you know, the front of the bike wasn't worth all that much. the The back piece of the bike was something that you could buy new for like six hundred bucks. And then there I was, was going to say two e, grand easy. There was the e bike portion of it that was probably another four or five hundred dollars. I mean, the, the the new the front bike new was probably six hundred bucks. So like brand new, you're probably fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. I'm like, it's maybe worth six or seven hundred bucks oh i feel like those e-bikes are usually pretty expensive but it was used it was just, and so it was things in a but it, it, it worked fine it worked great so you know where it's at now no. <laughs> paul bought it shut <laughs> up did he really he rode it at the fog hat ride last week that got canceled and people still showed up for it. <laughs> but he's going to use it to commute to work <laughs> oh that's awesome so but it's got these cool bags on the back and it's got this little like Thing for a kid to sit on and hold on yep. to and that that was the ride i took yeah. paul was right he was riding it and was i driving, was yeah. i was sitting on the platform on oh, the that back. sounds about right that sounds about right <laughs> just laughing hysterically so. while paul was riding me around the oh, paul actually bike. bought it i cargo bikes though i i like matt i i every time i see them i'm like oh yes, that's awesome yes. i want one I, i've always wanted a cargo bike but we don't live in the right neighborhood it's just way too hilly yeah. for us to but if it was an e-cargo bike it was legit like would, nice e-cargo bike was on a, a cargo our, bike and, frame and our kids are getting too old to like commute them around on a cargo bike uh, yeah yeah my are. youngest would sit on there my oldest would hit me my yes. barrett would sit on there and laugh yeah. and yeah. whatnot but I don't know, but I yep. just the, just the thought of having cargo bike is kind of cool. But an e bike would be awesome to take like camping. Well, like if you follow DC Rainmaker on yeah. Instagram, yeah. it's so much because he lives in Amsterdam, where that's people don't have cars. I don't think he yeah. has a car. No, they don't. And so all they have are his, cargo bikes. His two, that, he has two big cargo bikes. Two big cargo bikes yeah. that they go to the store in, and they, and he goes to ship stuff in and picks yeah. up extra bikes and bike trainers yeah. and hauls them back with his yeah. giant cargo bike. But, but again, it's Amsterdam. The infrastructure's there. It's been, you know, the city is built for it. So mm-hmm. pretty interesting. So e-bikes, yes, from everybody. Yes. Yes. Cargo bikes from well, you everybody. Have, you have an e-bike. I do not. Oh, you, I thought you did. No. We had one that we played with from the lab, but oh. somebody yeah, bought we, it. Okay. Yeah. We just, my bad. I was I thought, just I you temporary had toys in the lab. It's stealing. <laughs> we call it stealing. <laughs> we call it, yeah. So all of us, stealing. and I just I want one where Kristen could go on an sure. e bike, and we could go do like if I want to climb hills, like she can come do it with, with me you. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So what about a cruiser? You guys need a cruiser in your life? A beach cruiser? Maybe. I I mean, for the trip to the pool, it would be great. Yeah. Or if you lived in Sun River, or down by Ben. If you live in Sun River, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't need one here. Yeah. No. I. I, I ride those things and I, I don't need one in my life. I mean, they're cool. If I live down at the beach, yes, but where we live, no. Yeah. I, I think what you get used what to. we always I think what we all want is a bike with a lot of slack to it, right? Where it's just like I'm just gonna go cruise. Chill. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be a beach cruiser. It could literally be like a gravel bike with a lot of slack and still and we would still be happy if it was a plush, you know, you've got plush wheels on it you've got a little bit of give to it and it's a comfortable like yeah i think what we're all looking for is like a comfortable ride right and i don't even think that beach cruisers are that they're not that comfortable no uh-uh. they're just 
the, the, just what they sell in beach towns because they're somebody started and they're upright pretty, and they're cheap and they're upright. Yeah. And they have a big old springy seat. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Very cool. Anything else you guys want to add to the N plus one topic conversation? No. Does everybody good. need an N plus one? Yep. Do you think everybody should own at least two bikes? Yeah. Uh, I think everyone needs bikes and I think everyone who drives should be required to have biked for some period of time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's some some strange uh, folks out there on the road right now. We've we've run into a few of them already this year, but Yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> cool. All right, well, let's call that a wrap on the uh um choose your own adventure. All right. Choose your own adventure. That was kind of fun. Um how about one last thing? Matt, I'm going to let Matt go first cuz he's always got so, things so easy for me. He's always like uh triple watched up and I've got two watches on currently. videos coming out. Yeah. I have two current <laughs> currently have two watches on and I have hey, Matt, two. Matt, what time is it? <laughs> no, I don't know. These watches don't tell time. Oh, okay. Uh but got two watches on and i've got two videos talking about each of these watches they are the new garmin forerunner 955 which is their top of the line triathlon bike brand new video came out today or late last night and then the new garmin forerunner 255 which is actually an interesting watch because it's a lot more affordable than the triathlon watch and it also does triathlon it actually is a very capable triathlon watch which is crazy so they're gonna they're basically going to slim down the whole Forerunner line. Like this watch basically does everything that the 945 used to, and it does it really well, probably wow. better than the 945. I mean, it's missing some things, but it's a pretty capable. Like if someone was like, I'm thinking about buying a triathlon watch, I'd be like, yeah, this is an easy, you know, or if they want like a nicer triathlon watch, then yeah, sure. Go for the high end 955, but you don't have to have it. This is very question, functional. Question for you. Yeah. Did they flush LTE down the toilet? Is that done? They kill no, it? No, no. So so the Forerunner series that are left are the Forerunner 55. Mm-hmm. So that's like entry level. That's a $200 watch, which is still kind of expensive sure. for entry level. And they have this one, the 255, which does everything. Triathlon does everything you need it to do and more. And then you've got the somehow they've got the 945 LTE, which is still sticking around. And then you've got the 955. So I don't... Interesting. So they didn't... So, Kill, they didn't they add didn't, it, but it's just going to live kill in four. So they've killed the 745. They've killed the 945. They, they killed the 745. Yep. Really? Which is weird because it's a pretty popular watch. We still have some down at the lab if you want to buy yeah. them. <laughs> well, um, all that stuff yeah, is on deal. mega sale. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the good thing from Garmin is that they are selling all these things. They're, you know, yeah. People are going to be able to find good deals on them. But uh, the 945, and the weird thing, Garmin's so weird with that LTE. It's the, they haven't offered LTE on the Phoenix or the Epics or right. like I was like so sure that they would like that's just a yeah. no brainer and they just didn't do it and then they come out with this 955 and the 255 no LTE like they only have one watch with LTE services and Garmin has rolled out this huge infrastructure for LTE or partnered at least with this infrastructure for LTE so like what are you doing Garmin are you gonna <laughs> scrap it because like if it's it's one thing if it's like okay this is an experiment that went poorly we're going to scrap it and they just i don't know what are you doing garmin no one understands what did you're it doing. go poorly though are people I enjoying that are people i, I mean we've know. sold a fair amount of those but i don't right. know of anybody that's actually using it it's a, like i think a lot of people like the watch and they just don't connect the lte services which is fine you can do that does i just don't know is there a big difference between the 945 lte and the 945 i think yeah. you've talked about this before yeah. it's it's a little bit more feature rich or it's is it, it there it's like a well it's 
It's got like a new optical heart rate monitor. It's just got like a couple little things that are different. Gotcha. And it's slightly different sized. It's just slightly different than the old 945 and it has all the LTE features. So it's weird because it's, it's almost like a, you know, what would you call something between a 945 and the 955? Like they call it the 950. Like it could have been called something slightly different, but they didn't. They just went 945 LTE. It's it's just weird that they haven't rolled that LTE out to more options. It makes, makes no sense. So you you know all of the watches intimately well. Price yes. price isn't a factor here. Which if you can only keep one and you had to wear it as your daily driver, which one maybe are you going to keep? Maybe the Epics. Yeah. I mean, I so the Epics. The screen is just it's a it's a nice screen. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful screen. It's nice and and I love the way that it handles like. This sounds really dumb, but it's like the little things, right? Like the sleep mode. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah, it doesn't wake you up at night or whatever. No, and, and it's not bright. It's a lot black. of times. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of times, like you'll raise something like in the middle of the night, and like this watch with a backlight right there yeah. lights yeah. up, and yeah. you're like, I don't like. The, I don't know. The Epics does a really good job of managing how bright the screen is. Um, so I really think that that's an excellent option. I think it is. I wish that it had you know the same battery life as a Phoenix, like three weeks, but That'd it does. Awesome, that's yeah. never. That's impossible, right? Like I also want, you know, could they piece, but build you know, solar into that somehow and make it last it, at you least would, a few more days. You get, you know, you might get an extra day. You just don't get that much from solar, especially here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so um, so maybe the Epics. This nine fifty five is a great watch, but I don't think it's better than the Epics. Uh, it's very similar. I would call this like a plastic Phoenix. Really? You know? Yep. Okay. With maybe not quite as great battery life. So, but it's lighter weight. So, sure. if that's a thing for people, if you yeah. want a lighter weight watch, then yeah, then the 955 makes sense. Ep, you started wearing the Epics recently. What do you think I, of that thing? I actually love it. I've, I've switched from my Apple Watch Series 7 to the Epics. People have a hard time giving up the Apple Watch. It just, it, it just meshes so seamlessly with, with your, with your iPhone, mm, you know? Yep. And so it's, it, uh, there's a lot of things that are just really easy between an iPhone and an Apple Watch. Yep. So that part is really good. The battery life is the worst part. Mm. It has to be charged every day. Yeah, that's that was yeah. no deal. And so I switched breaker, to the yep. Epics, um, I don't know what, uh, three weeks ago or yeah, a month it's ago. Been longer than that, yeah. Yeah, just to kind of see if I like it. And I, I love it. I love the fact that the battery lasts for seven days. That's like yeah, I know. fantastic. Yeah. You should try something like a Phoenix that goes like three weeks or an enduro that goes yeah. a month there's a coros vertex that goes like two months you oh, just geez. never charge it you just forget Don't. you're like i'm gonna lose this charging cord because i never use it or use it but whatever yeah i think the only thing i don't like about the epics is like there's certain features that you can set up on the face and if for some reason you close out the app on your phone then it can't go and retrieve that information like i'm supposed to be able to see what the temperature is outside and it says now and it says dot 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 yeah it's womp, like womp, it needs womp. that connection to your yeah, phone so that part kind of sucks that it can't keep that constant connection, but I, I get it. I just, for whatever reason. A lot of that's on Apple. Apple is a pain in the butt to work with for yeah. other, for watch companies. Oh, yeah. So it'd be kind of neat if it were able to like kind of jump from the phone to Wi-Fi to cellular to something yeah. like that, just so that it can at least go keep get that connectivity. Update. Exactly. That would yeah. be kind of cool, but. It's not the end of the world. I'm going to take that feature off because you can set your home screen up to look and feel however you want. You and whatever you want. You can put yep. different metrics in there, and I'm just going to delete that because it's, I don't know, I can just look at my phone, it's I guess. If I have to turn my phone on anyway, I might as well just use that to see what the temperature is. So kind of cool. Cool. Well, I'm, I still haven't had a chance to watch your video on the 955, but I will be checking that out. Yeah, two videos. They're, they're and the, 
the two fifty the two fifty five I do like a little intro with Kristen running. Okay. I kinda oh, like cool. it. I kinda like my some of my you know, like that's what kind of the stuff I like to film, like the little intros and yeah. things like that. Yep. Um yeah. Nine fifty five I think, you know, did some weird stuff with some water dropping things and I did some open water swimming, which is cool. I like the the part of that video. So you're swimming in a bucket and you're cold a sack again. Um <laughs> or something like that. That was that was funny. My daughter was over at her friend's house who oh, yeah. is Matt's next door neighbor and she's like sends me text. Um Matt's doing some really weird stuff in the cul-de-sac right now. <laughs> Walking around the cul-de-sac, dunking his arm in a bucket. In a bucket. I, was simulating, I was simulating open water swimming for this Wahoo watch because it That's detects funny. what event you're doing. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, some cool videos to check out. Some fun stuff coming up. Sweet. Yeah, there yeah. are quite a few things coming down the pipeline. A lot pipeline. of fun stuff. Fun to talk about those. Mr. Hepler, what's your one last thing? My one last thing. Uh, June 4th, this Saturday, is my 28th anniversary. So happy anniversary to Brandy Hepler for <sighs> sticking it out with me for that long. That, so That girl deserves like a cake. She does. It's been, I you know, I'm super blessed to have Brandy in my life. It's been, she's yeah. been a great partner she's for an me. Amazing person. She's an amazing person. And thank you for uh, being there for me. How long you been married, Matt? I don't know. Seems like, <laughs> seems like a long time. Seems like a long time. I don't know. Hopefully, good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're good here. Oh, man. I, I don't know. It's been, I think we're like 14 years or something. I don't okay. know. It can't be. It's got to be longer than that because Ethan's, Ethan's almost 12. So, gosh. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. So, what year is it? 2022? Good gracious, man. I think we're on um, <laughs> 16 years. <laughs> Something crazy like that. 16 oh, years. Oh, that's cool. That's oh, that seems like a, that sounds like a long time. It feels like a long time. I feel sorry for my wife. It's a lot of videos. Well, yeah, the video stuff is kind of new. <laughs> the video stuff is fairly new to all of this. Love it. Cool. How, how long have you been married, Jake? Uh, we're going to be on 18. 18. Yeah. Oh, our that 20 is year, so long. Our 20 year is the same year that my oldest graduates from high school, the same year that I turn wow. 50, and we'll have 20 years. So we're going to go do a little European thing. I think, Supposedly. Oh. That's what my wife's planning. Are you going to go to Spain? Oh, we're going to go to Spain for a little while. See, see Maria. Maria? Yep. Yeah. And then go do a few other things while we're over there. She's already started the whole planning process like two years ago. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. Our 10-year anniversary, we did a bike trip through the Icefields Parkway from 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 Waterton, um, British Columbia, all the way up to to Jasper, Alberta. So we we did a week-long bike trip together for our 10th anniversary. Super fun. Our 20th anniversary, I think we we went to Europe as well. We went to Norway and Finland and Russia and Germany. Oh and wow! We went to we did a I should plan something big for 20 years. That would be fun. You should. She'd appreciate it. This has been Marriage Talk. Marriage Talk. I think I failed Marriage Talk. I'm like, <laughs> Love it. Cool. Um, my one last thing is this Sunday, the day after Lance Hepler's 20th birthday, 20th birthday, 20th anniversary with Miss Brandley, Brandy Hepler, um, we're going to be doing a ride out in Washougal. You want to come ride with me? I can't hang with you guys through the hills in Washougal. It's going to go easy, my friend. I'll probably come then. Be the four-year anniversary of getting hit by a car, so we've got to go do that Yikes. same ride, uh, so that's what we do. But that, that probably shouldn't be one, one last thing. That's kind of... <laughs> what a downer. It is a little bit of a downer. So how about this? How about something better? So by the time that our podcast comes out next week, 
if I don't have a video up talking about that damn Garmin radar that Oof. came out, if I don't have a video up by then, is, what, what is what is my punishment? What is my what do I have to do? You have to do shots of tequila with Lance. <laughs> I might just have to be late on that. <laughs> wait, just wait because. A second. <laughs> Lance will only take, if there's a worm. Only if there's a worm. That's right. I got your worm. That's no stinking worm. <laughs> no, seriously, though, we got to get that video out because uh, we've already got it all framed and we've it's already done B-roll. We've already got it all right. Re- we just need to sit down and actually do the talking head. We need to do the so talking stinking head. Busy. That's, that's so hard. Look for a video to come out and it's going to be kind of crappy weather this weekend. So maybe we'll have some time to get that all done. Right. But we will have to go out and do that ride in Washington, but I'll, I'll get that video. All right, done. Up, so. Cool. Anything else, boys? That's it. This was a Thanks fun, for having us. fun little podcast. We will be back with another one next week. We do appreciate everybody listening. Um, if you guys want to check out more about the Dial Podcast, you can go to dialpodcast.com and see all the Patreon stuff. We're going to do a Patreon drawing next week. You know that? All right. All right. Now you know. So um, anyhow, we will be back next week with another one. And until then, bye for now. Bye for now.